Live from downtown Boogertown, it's Three Hillbillies on a Couch with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, and Buford, three of the hillbillies in the holler. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. Alrighty, welcome back to Three Hillbillies on a Couch. I'm Buford. I'm Bobo. And I'm Bean. And we're uh, talking today about OSHA violations. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, we've all worked in uh, factories and, and stuff and had to deal with that. And uh, by the way, real quick, just want to thank all of you. Uh, we know that these days everybody has a podcast. If we three have got one, everybody's got one. And we'd just like to thank you for taking time out of your busy podcasting schedule to stop and listen to our podcast. It means a lot that you're not listening to somebody else's. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, when he says podcasting, I still like. It's still that right around my brain. It's actually like a radio show. Yeah. Like, we're podcasting. I see somebody with a Zebco out there. Just, I explained your fishing rods out there in the truck. I thought, <laughs> I thought we were going podcasting. Megan's, yeah. <laughs> why'd you bring a fishing pole? You said we was going casting. Oh, uh, we was podcasting. That's funny. Yeah. Well, it is it's basically a radio show. That explains the waiters. You got. <laughs> I was wondering why you were wearing those. <laughs> Figured your bladder was upset again. <laughs> hey, you know, last time on this couch, y'all got mad at me when I got tickled. So I wore my rubber bridges. <laughs> there goes big and slush, slush, slush. Also, we might take this opportunity to mention that we still don't have any... Uh, depends. Uh, depends. <laughs> it depends on what. No, we, we don't have any uh, sponsorship yet, so if, uh, if you'd like to sponsor our show, we'd love to have you. And uh, uh, we think that we should get a, uh, a couch company that would sponsor us so they can talk about how sturdy their couch is to hold all three of us. <laughs> and we're not mentioning the name of this couch because they ought to be sponsored. Absolutely. Now. But... But we will tell you it'll hold a metric ton. <laughs> that's, that's a given. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, well, tell me, uh, what what kind of a factory have you worked in? Uh, I've done a lot of chicken plants and stuff. I worked mm, all over the United States. Uh, yep. I thought I smelled chicken something. Chicken plants, turkey plants, and uh, welding, setting equipment in it, running the track, and pipes, stuff in there. I've been in a lot of plants. Yeah, well, I had, we my family had a, a family business. We started... When I was 11 years old, and I, I've been working since I was 11, and of course, you know, it started in the garage, but by the end of it, we had a 50,000 square foot facility with 50 employees, and uh, uh, I, I have had to deal with OSHA and, and had to deal with uh, a lot of accidents over the years, some of them funny, some of them not so funny. I scared myself half to death one time uh, doing something stupid I shouldn't have been doing, I ran my hand into the chuck on a... Uh, a milling machine that uh, was running at 30,000 RPMs. How'd that turn out? It, oh, well, <laughs> thankfully I hit the chuck and not the bit. <laughs> but um, I, I I lost a couple of pounds real quick, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I jerked my hand back and, and, and was holding my hand you know, real tight to my chest. I didn't want to look because I'd always heard at that high an RPM, you don't feel it at first. You know? <laughs> and I thought, sure, I was missing a couple of fingers. And then I looked down and passed out. There's a dirty joke in there that hit me. I can't say it on there, but I'll tell y'all later. Okay. <laughs> that'll, that'll be on the uh, that'll be on the extended Patreon edition of the podcast. I uh, <laughs> hey, was working with Feller one time. That part Fabco. We was working with him. 
and he was running them plastics through the saw. He had a table saw set up, and he was running them plastics through there, and he run it through and whopped his thumb off, mm. smooth off. Well, they took, they put his big toe, they took his big toe and put it on where his thumb goes. And he'd, man, he'd do like this, I was in that big old hammer toe looking at you. So, <laughs> like thumbs but, up? Yeah, like thumbs Toes up. up. It's a big old hammer toe looking at you like this. But for uh, his birthday, we bought him one sock and a glove. <laughs> we got him a sock and a glove. <laughs> My grandfather was a carpenter for uh, 50 something years and uh, cut the end of his thumb off when he was in his 80s with a table saw, you know. And uh, my father always taught me growing up, because we were working with a lot of power equipment and stuff, we were at a uh, folk art show one time, and this old fella was missing a finger. And he said, a bunch of the you know vendors and folks standing around talking, and, and he made the comment. He held his hand up, showed those three fingers, and he said, you know, of all the tools in my shop, I let a jigsaw do that to me. And when we were walking away, my daddy said, do you know how that man lost his finger? And I said, yes, sir. He, he, he said he lost it to a jigsaw. He said, no, he disrespected that jigsaw. See, he thought that's just a jigsaw. Well, that sucker will bite you. Uh-huh. And he said, you don't ever lose respect for the machines that you're working with. And that's what I used to tell my boys in the factory. I said, the most dangerous words you can say in a factory are just and only. Well, it's just a jigsaw. Yeah. My grandfather lost It'll only respect. Take your finger, though. That's right. My grandfather <laughs> lost respect for that table saw. And I'll tell you something else about table saws. People don't know, <laughs> but you know when you're using the rip fence on a table saw, you got to use a pusher of some sort. Or if, if it is your hand, you got to be careful. But you know, they use those push sticks. But my father was ripping a two by four one time, and he's pushing it through and using the rip fence, and he didn't have a pusher on it. And that blade caught that two by four against the rip fence and shot it backwards out of the saw, went across the garage and hit the wall, drove into the sheetrock right next to my mother's head. <laughs> Mother's like, you're trying to kill me. Wow. <laughs> She'd have been unhappy about that. I'm telling you. Good night. <laughs> yeah, you can disrespect it. We was welding that 20 foot stick of stainless pipe. I was on one end, the boy was welding on the other, and uh, he started on his end. I hadn't welded mine yet, and I'm standing there talking, and I was going to light me a cigarette. I pulled my glove off my hand, right there, and got the cigarettes out, and I lit it, and he's down there welding that bead 20 foot away, and I grabbed the end of the pipe and went to rolling it for him. So I turned, and I was standing there rolling it, so I ain't looking out, and about that time, my wedding band touched that pipe. You see that crease in my finger right there? Yeah, buddy. Still? That was 20 years ago. Yeah, right we buddy. We had to cut it off. As soon as it touched, it's just like, it turned just, just glowing orange, melting. Right. Just as soon as it touched. Oh, oh. Right, so being on a podcast, they can't see that. Oh. No, well, he, I was showing you. Yeah. He's showing me. I, I confirmed it. It looks like I, that. It looks I, like held, it. I held my finger close to the recorder's head. <laughs> and, Y'all uh, listen real close for yeah. that scar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How about you? You just an only. It's just a pit bull. <laughs> you, you worked. You worked in factories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was OSHA? We didn't even tell them what it meant. Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Oh yeah, I guess we we should have probably started with that. And that is uh, 
an organization that makes sure that everybody's safe and healthy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's and, the biggest crock I ever heard in my life, right there. And I'm sure in every state they've got their own. We got also got TOSHA, which is the Tennessee Occupational Safety and Health, whatever. But yeah, they. Uh, uh, so they come around after OSHA does and make sure you're doing everything the way the state wants it done. But And if you've ever worked in a factory, you know we got a few other names for them, too, when you say <laughs> that little white truck pull up. <laughs> well, I tell you, the safest factory I ever worked in, um, it, it had nothing to do with OSHA. It had to do with incentives. They, this company would give uh, quarterly, they'd do a drawing um, for like a $250 Walmart gift card. And then in the fourth quarter at Christmas time, they'd do a drawing from all the employees for a, like a cruise or a trip to Mexico or whatever. And we had those drawings as long as there were no lost time accidents. So everybody policed everybody else. Hey man, be sure you put a strap on that load. You don't want to have an accident. Be sure you do that. Don't do this. Put your glasses on. Everybody police everybody because they didn't want anybody screwing up their chance to win a cruise. Man. And when I was there, they had over nine years without a lost time oh, wow. accident. Yeah, right. They really did. No, well, they, they reported. Really, well, 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 reported. Well, well, no, yeah, because but I'll tell you the truth. And no, not because I know the guys that that ran it. Uh, but the the, I, the reason I know they did they did because the the last lost time accident was such a goofy thing that you you wouldn't have reported it if you weren't reporting accidents. They, they would have swept this one under the rug. Guy put a ladder up against the wall upside down so it didn't have the feet on, feet it. on it and got about eight feet up and it went boom down and broke both of his feet. And, uh, well, that was just stupid. That, exactly. That. But, but, but he, I tell <laughs> that you what, wasn't no violation. That was stupid. Everybody in the factory hated his guts. He had, yeah. he had to leave because they, he'd screwed up the drawing. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that was stupidity right <laughs> But anyway, uh, uh, I, uh, so you, you, what kind of factory did you work in? Oh, several different kinds that had to deal with OSHA and they come in there and of course it's a good thing. Everybody works safe and everything, but, uh, everything from, uh, steel workers and iron workers, man, those, that's a crazy different animal right there working with them iron workers. I, I was kind of like a journeyman at the time, but uh, those guys, they'd get up there and uh, a real iron worker, the old school guys don't want to tie off. You know what that means? And that means when you get that little four foot strap, it's supposed to be able to hold about three, 400 pounds. You know, you're going to snap it onto a line or something. That way, if you fall, it's going to catch you. These guys would make fun of you. Yeah. I mean, literally make fun of you if you even thought about, you know, tying off to anything. And I'd watch him, guys, I'm talking about... 67 year old men up there in boots carrying equipment running them beams 100 200 feet up in the air just a running them little fort i mean just run them like and the craziest thing i saw was this lift had the stairwell the metal stairwell kind of in pieces you know it's only mm -hmm. gonna have about 12 steps but it's dangling in the air by this crane and it is about you know four feet either way of touching anything and I saw this iron worker with his arms full jump on that thing. And that thing about turned straight up in the air and he climbed out like a monkey. And of course, when he went over like a seesaw as it came down, he leaped four feet, about 200 feet in the air and just landed and just kept going. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Breathtaking to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. Well, we will be right back after a word from our hopeful sponsor. 
Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there, somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back. Uh, If you heard a sponsored commercial there, uh, you're as surprised as we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Uh, (laughs) We did it! So, so was that uh, thing with your wedding ring, was that the worst accident you ever had? Uh, Well, no, I got run off a job uh, because the ocean man stepped on my new boots. He stepped on your new boots? Yep. Uh, 22 years old. We was in Albany, Kentucky, <clears throat> working in a plant, and uh, I wore my steel toe boots out. Steel was coming through them, and I went and bought it. It's when uh, Justin come out with the ropers was real fancy steel toe, uh, like 160 bucks. I went and bought me some of them first morning there with my own. I was knelt down beside the rack. The track runs on. I was knelt down beside it, and I was welding on the bottom of that welding to it. And he just walked up and stuck his foot on my new boots. And I didn't know who it was or nothing else, but I throwed that hood up and shoved him backwards again the wall. I'm like, I just give a lot of money for these boots, cuz. Uh, don't be walking on the top of them just because I walk on the bottom, right? And he got all upset, and they told me I had to leave, so I went to Albany, Georgia, to another plant. My records, I've been fired three times and quit twice in one day. Goodness. Whoa. Goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> in, in one day? In one day. Working for Walmart. And remodeling Walmart stores. Same store. Same same job. You got fired three times yeah. and quit twice yeah. in one day. The, uh, the <laughs> boss man. <laughs> That's got to be a record worldwide. Well, that's got to be its own podcast. Well, well, the boss man there, he, uh, <laughs> he, he was a good old boy, and he had the high ups from the Walmart. He was walking through the store. And if something was wrong, he wasn't taking the blame for it, you know. So he was going to blame somebody else. So he was going to fire me in front of them, and I was supposed to be okay with it. So I throwed some stuff at him. And, uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. What did you throw at him? Uh, well, I had some tile and stuff. I was working on a lit, and I threw a box of tile down there at him and told him, fine. And went to the truck, and he sent old boy out there, and he said, no, wait a minute, man. He said, uh, Henry just messing around, dude, in front of them people. You know, we got to get rid of somebody, you know, in front of everybody. And I was like, well, he needs to find somebody else mess with. So I went back in there, and I went to work in the bakery part around the dust wall, and dang, they didn't come in there. And he hollered. He said, I done fired you. <laughs> went in there. He said, I said, you're fired. And so I throwed some stuff in. I throwed a shovel and stuff I had. Throwed it up again in the wall. And then uh, the, I went out there and he had me come back in. And I told him, I said, no, I quit. So I went to the uh, 
where the garden center is. I went out there and got a six pack of Bud Light. And then I went out to the garden center and got me a lawn chair and just sat up beside one of them little fountain things. Ah! Right there. And I was just drinking beer because I was in their truck. And I ah! couldn't leave. I quit. Ah! So then Henry came out there and he said. He <laughs> okay, said, Henry's who now? He's the boss man. And he come out there. He's the one's already fired you yeah. once. No, two times already. He me on Satan and I was like, all right. So I told him I quit. He said, what are you doing out here? I said, oh, I thought I was fired. When you hollered last time, he said, no, you're supposed to go out. I said, well, I quit. I ain't doing this. I quit. Go out here. And uh, he said, what's well, a good thing you quit? He said, I got to fire you now for real. You sitting out here drinking beer on Walmart property. They did the little manager to Walmart. They went and got him. And uh, I said, well, if I'm fired, then take me to the hotel. Go up there. And he said, no, we'll do that later. He said, you just you get back in here and go back to work. And I said, all right. <laughs> And so I went back in there again. They come by with another little fellers that was running all the time. Now, what we done, I dug all the ditches for the plumbing. <laughs> it definitely and, wasn't orientation. <laughs> no. I dug all the ditches for the plumbing. I put my plumbing in it. And then you backfill it and put your concrete on because the tile guys was right behind you, too. Yeah. So I took and you run your pipe out about two foot, you know, and you put a board over it where I can backfill it, learn concrete. And so they can go ahead and tile that. And then I can just tie onto my pipe. And uh, I had me a wheelbarrow full of dirt was running up through there. And he stopped again, was talking about, then he got mad at me. He was hollering about that pipe being tied off, and he hadn't been there the whole time. You know, he just got there the big wheels did. And I said, hey, that right there so the tile man can work too, we ain't got the whole thing blocked up. And all it takes is a coupling, you know, and I can put my pipe on there. Well, you just wasted money now. We're going to do all that. And I got mad and throwed the whole wheelbarrow full of dirt at him in. And I went to the hotel. I left that walking. And then he come the next morning and he said, we've had a bad day, Bubba. He said, let's just forget yesterday and you come on back in the park today, all right? And I'm like, all right. So I got fired three times and quit twice one day. <laughs> that's epic. That is. That's, well, that's, that's my, crazy. My, uh, my, my, my work history had a lot of stuff in it like that because I worked in the family business and my older brother was my boss for the last few years. And Lord of mercy, you talk I about know. getting fired and quitting and getting fired and uh, quitting. And yeah, but not all on the same day, but, uh, but we'd, we'd get to fussing at one another and, and, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And then my mother, come on now, calm down. Well, I wish uh, cornbread Carl see his brother's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, this ain't oh, a joke. This is a fact of my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. If your head's itching and you take your hard head off the scratchy head, don't do it with a drill bit. <laughs> he was really digging at it just to scratch it, and then his finger accidentally hit the trigger. Hit the trigger, and that scalp came off. It looked like spaghetti spinning. <laughs> He's, he's still, still got a bulb. He's got that bulb spot right there on the side. It's not even on a crayon. It's right there on the side. Look like Pittsburgh Steelers side. He <laughs> scalped himself. He scalped himself just a long thin strip. Hey, now, anybody out there that's ever worked around OSHA and everything else knows how, I mean, for lack of a better word, how stupid a lot of the rules and stuff they have been. That's oh, just, sure. They, they all know it. But now, they okayed the reason I'm afraid of heights right now. I used to not be scared of heights or nothing else. And they okayed and they approved this and was standing there. We had at that plant in Kentucky I was talking about, we had one of them big lifts that's a four foot wide. 
that goes on the, the gate yeah. on that's four foot wide. We had it run up, and it's 40 foot, four stories. Or it was working on it, and they okayed the embankment and the build that was on it to hold that embankment up. And we was out there on it, and the whole thing gave way. And I rode that thing 40 foot down through scaffolding and everything else. Whoa. Wrapped around. I got my leg on the outside of it and wrapped it. It, it tore the ligaments in my leg when it hit so hard and it separated and I had a hold of the other side holding on to it. And we went through scaffolding and everything else coming down and bam, and hit. And there, and I am now, I'm scared to death of heights. I, I, I get on an eight foot ladder and my knees go to knocking. <laughs> like, That's too much, too much. It's like a buddy of mine always says, I don't even like being this tall. Right. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of difference in one of us hitting the ground and one of them 100 pound fellers. Well, that's a lot hitting hard, <laughs> hard. <laughs> about five of those guys. Yeah. No, okay. Look, all you do is experiment right here. You take a ten pound sack of taters and a two pound sack of taters, and you drop them and see which one of them hits the hardest. Well, and see which taters are bruised the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I bruised my taters going on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Biggin's inappropriate giggle of the week. <laughs> you set it up. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, you talk about that falling. <clears throat> I had a, I had an industrial accident that almost happened to me. I mean, the accident happened, but I didn't get hurt because of. And it's funny, but it was because of my martial arts training and and just being when I was younger, being a, a lot more agile than I am now. But uh, we had had a li uh, load of uh, lumber delivered, and they had a these knuckleheads who unloaded the truck had stacked these two befores up probably six, eight feet, one stack. I mean, they had they had a whole you know bunch of them there, but they didn't have any like dividers in there. It was just one stack going all the way up. And uh, I was walking between that and about a four foot pile of one by 12 pine. And all of a sudden I saw that wall of two befores coming down and I vaulted backwards over that uh, one by 12 pine. And landed on the other side of it. That wall collapsed. And about three or four of the boards hit my leg and bruised my shin. That was it. But, dude, <laughs> if I hadn't been quick as I was, I, it, it's funny looking at me now to imagine me doing that jump. But I did it <laughs> and got out of there. So. Hong Kong for Exactly. I, I did. He was I was in the top drawer of that file. <laughs> Oh, there's a blast from the past. All right, well, we're going to take a, a, a break uh, for a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Now, you were talking about some of the stupid uh, rules and stuff that they have for OSHA. The one thing that always tickled me was the uh, MSDS sheets, the Material Safety Data Sheets, uh, because they would, I mean, just ridiculous amount of information and stuff. <clears throat> and there was one that made the rounds for a while back when I was still working in factories. <clears throat> it was the MSDS sheet for dihydrous oxide. And you read this and it would scare you to death. It's fatal if inhaled, can corrode metals and rock and can, uh, you know, uh, can all these horrible things that this product would do. And you're like, man, I, don't, I won't be anywhere near this. And it was water, dihydrous oxide, H2O. But it's head. fatal if inhaled. No. 
Uh, it's it's fatal if if you breathe it in, you're you know it'll kill you. Yeah, and you it like didn't. And it will, it will, it will corrode, it will corrode metal, and it will, all these things. And as you read it, you're just like, man, I don't want to be anywhere near that mess. And it's water. So, <clears throat> wow. All right, we're gonna make a phone call now. We're gonna get another one of the hillbillies in the holler. Right. Iggy, Iggy, hang on, big and scoot over. I gotta get this out of my pocket. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we go. We we'll give a wiki a call. This will work. Two, two ringy dingies. Boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky. Hey, hey what big, you big, doing? and Buford are here too, man. What? We're talking, we're hey, doing our, doing? We're, yeah. we're doing our podcast at Three Hillbillies on a Couch, uh, but this oh, episode yeah, is, is Three Hillbillies <laughs> on a Couch and one on the phone. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> But we're talking about OSHA violations and uh, and and accidents and stuff that have happened in in work that we've done in the past. And I wanted to get you on the phone to talk about that time you was helping build that building and they put you on that I beam. Well, before he starts telling the story, Icky, you got plenty of quarters so we can get through this. Yeah. I'm okay. All right. All right. I didn't know. I'll make sure. <laughs> He's in the Cooper. So t- tell us what happened. <laughs> Well, I was working for that park. They had me robbing trains in the summer back in 1977. I was hardly, the only construction job I ever had because they said, if you want to work all winter, you can stay here and build this ride. I said, all right, I'll do that. Well, they had me taking rebar and tying it with wire and pouring concrete. We was doing all that. Well... You remember back in the 70s, they had them funny cigarettes. <laughs> I heard about them. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of them around at the time. And, well, we used to just fool around at lunchtime. We wouldn't even take no food. We just, everybody smoking one of them cigarettes. And, well, That's a definite OSHA food. violation. Yeah, well, it was the crane driver, crane operator, and three or four of us other young fellers and he used to let us Just ride the on the, <laughs> he used to let us ride one at a time of course on on the wrecking ball he would spin that he would spin that crane around till we'd be parallel to the ground and just a big old clearing in the woods back there and that was a lot of fun then well the building four stories high and uh, they convinced to putting up I-beams. I was fascinated by that. And I said, all right. Well, now they was paying us minimum wage, first off. Let me point that out. 1977 to do all that. Anyway, they said, well, now we got to put these I-beams across the top of those I-beams. We just stood up there for stories. Here's how we're going to do it. They took an I-beam and they hung a cable dead in the center of it and made sure it's balanced and raised it up about three feet off the ground. They had two fellers about the same size sitting back to back in the middle and we practiced, got to practice it once. <laughs> Go all the way out to the end, sitting there with our knees on the I-beam, moving out to the end so it stayed balanced. Now, uh, we did it good and then they lowered it down Said, y'all ready? Put us back in the middle. Raised it up there. Put it so the ends of the I-beams 
was uh, over the tops of them other I-beams. Now, we had something called a spud wrench. So they lowered it down. This spud wrench is like, you know, adjustable crescent wrench type thing, but big and it's got a, a, a skinny tapered point from a, where the wrench goes down to a little point, and there's these big holes on them I-beams. And so our job was to lean over the end, jam that wrench down in one of them holes and jerk it while they lowered the I-beam down so it'd line up. Then we're supposed to take our four bolts out of our pockets, nuts and bolts, put them in, tighten them up with our spud wrenches. Well, I was out there on the end all ready to go, and they said, now, bend over there and put your spud wrench in, holler from down on the ground. And I'd done that. When I bent over, I broke out in a cold sweat and started breathing real hard, hyperventilating, almost passed out. I got real dizzy, and I was going, hey, whoa, I can't do this. I'm going to fall off. I'm fainting up here. And they all started laughing at me and hollering and saying, well, you got to finish your job first. I went, really? I'm going to fall off. And they went, well, that's one way down. <laughs> that's all they would do for me. And so I was puking and holding on and crying and putting them bolts in there. They didn't have us tied to nothing. Oh, we just no. hang, sitting on that high beam. Finally finished it up, crawled back to the middle, holding on for dear life backwards till I got to the cable. And then they let me come down first, thank God. The other fella loosened the cable from around the I-beam, put it in a loop, and I held on for dear life, got down to the bottom. I ain't been up on a roof ever since then. (laughs) I can't do it. If I get close to the edge and I ain't got nothing tied to me or something to hold on to, I can't do no hikes. I can ride roller coasters. I can do zip lines. I can do just about anything. If I got something to hold on, I ain't the tallest thing around. But that messed me up for life. Yeah, mm-hmm. me and Biggins ain't allowed to zip line anymore. Mm-mm. No, we we went. No, <laughs> no we went zip lining and halfway across we was walking. <laughs> yeah. We bowed the tires that. over. As in the Booger Town. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking our call, especially after the last time. But <laughs> hold on, hey, wait a minute. The Goober drive. Hey, turn up here. You, I know it don't say it on the map. Turn up here. I'll talk to you fellas later. Bye, Bye. brother. Bye, Bye. It's so hard to get a good Goober driver in Boogertown because half the roads ain't on the map, and so the system don't know where you're going. Plus, you get that back far back in the holler, and there ain't no service. So, yeah, it's it's confusion for the poor Goober yeah, satellite drivers. Don't. you got to pump it in. And what is it? We figured that one little road right there probably gets about, what, 18, 20 minutes of sunlight a day yep. at the most. Yeah, my favorite road in yep. all of Boogertown is East Boogertown Road. Mm-hmm. You 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 go up past it and it says East Boogertown Road, and then right on the same side is Dead End. That's it just makes sense. <laughs> East Boogertown Road, you know, would be a dead end. Well, remember when we we raised all that money for the road signs? Yeah, and I had eight dollars left over. So, I mean, and y'all know Mayor, he he don't. He don't sprawl no money off. He he does what he says he'll do with it. And he's gonna so, spend it, yeah. Yeah. So had to have that dead end sign. Had to have that dead end sign. <laughs> <laughs>
He's Booger Town. He's Booger Town. He's Booger Town. We're going to do what they say can't be done. Oh, man alive. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm thankful that we have gotten to a point in our lives, boys, where we don't have to to do the kind of hard work we had to do in the past. and We should, but we, we should. <laughs> well, you know, my wife said, you. she said, you know, you're physically fit enough that you could still work a factory job. I said, well, baby, you're pretty enough to be in the movies, but it looks like we both missed our calling. Right. <laughs> Not me. I can't peel an orange without breaking a sweat. <laughs> well, I got on that diet and went down there to the weight loss clinic. Went there and they said, what is your weight loss goals? And I'm like, I want to tie my shoes without passing out. If I get to that. <laughs> yeah, I told Biggins the other day, I said, man, I heard about this place in Africa we could go to where all you got to do is just, there's, there's diamonds all over the ground. And you just pick them up. Biggins said, I knew there was a catch to it. You, you got to bend over. I gave me one of them grabby stick things. <laughs> Call me quick draw and draw my little grabber stick. I ain't going to be bending over, though. <laughs> no, I, I get dizzy. Start seeing spots. Can't breathe. You're seeing spots? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a doctor? <laughs> no, just them spots. That's crazy. Yeah. Hello, we can have... Those OSHA violations, we could have uh, part one, two, three, four. It could go on and on. And I'm guessing we'll probably do another one. And with that being said, there's a place where you can send in uh, messages or, or yeah, email to us. Absolutely. Your story. If you've got a story you want to tell us, uh, you can email them to me at meetbuford at gmail.com. That's M-E-E-T, meet, like nice to meet you, and then B-U-F-O-R-D. It's all one word, meetbuford at gmail.com. You can just... Uh, uh, type it out where we'll read it on our podcast or maybe give us a number and a time. We can time it out and while we're sitting here on the couch, give you a call like we just did, Icky. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. So, uh, well, we sure do appreciate y'all coming to downtown Boogertown today and spending some time on the couch with us. Uh, <clears throat> be sure to tune in next week, Tuesday night at 7 p.m. is when we drop these episodes. Uh, and, uh, we're going to be talking next week about our heroes, people who uh, have inspired us. So uh, in the meantime, I'm Buford. I'm Bobo. I'm begging. Be good to each other. You've been listening to Three Hillbillies on a Couch, live from downtown Boogertown. You can follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler, at Moonshiner's Life, and at Meet Buford. Y'all come back now.